सुना एवरी पर्सन डिजायर्स फ्रीडम सी समथिंग विच इज हार्ट ऑफ ह्यूमन नेचर द पर्सन वॉन्ट्स टू बी फ्री बट द टाइप ऑफ फ्रीडम दट जनरली पीपल लुक फॉर द टाइप ऑफ फ्रीडम दट वी डिजायर इज एक्चुअली स्लेवरी स्लेवरी ऑफ द वर्स्ट काइंड वन इज एट अ पर्सन ही इज कीपिंग विद इन सर्टन लिमिट्स सो दैट इज अ काइंड ऑफ रिस्ट्रिक्शन ऑन हिम द लिमिट्स दट दीन हेज सेट अबाउट the borders of the shariat so is keeping within that so there is restrictions in that it restricts his movements he cannot go to certain places restricts his speech certain things are not permissible for him to speak restricts his gaze he cannot look at certain things it restricts even his heart that certain things to entertain in the heart will be destructive to the heart now, there are a lot of restrictions and a slave is generally restricted so now many a person does not want to be in this restriction he must be free to look where he wants to look to speak what he wants to speak go where he wants to go there must be no kind no restriction of any sort but what does that really mean so he has to come out of the slavery of allah taala but there is no freedom this is just a wish this wishful thinking he comes out of the slavery of allah taala but he goes straight then into the slavery of nafs and shaitan there is no freedom in reality and this he thinks he is free but the reality of this becomes apparent to him that when a time comes that way he finish indulge in what he wanted to and now he doesn't want to indulge in it anymore but he is already so trapped in that that as much as he wants to be out of it he is unable to do so why because he is now gripped in the slavery of nafs and shaitan so he started off with the thought that this is really freedom But the reality was that that was shackling himself beyond any shackle. There was one great buzrug, Salim Chishti Rahmatullahi. So he was one day sitting, sitting with his legs stretched out. Might have been experiencing some pain or whatever. At that time, the king came to visit him. Kings also at that in those days they understood the calm of these people. So he came to visit him. The wazir came along. when he saw the king he remained sitting in the way he was sitting he didn't even fold his legs in so the wazir was very perturbed about this and he asked him but now he couldn't just say anything in the presence of the king also so he asked him in a way of trying to give him an indication that since when did you learn how to keep your legs in this manner spread out since when you learn to spread your legs out so he replied and he said that ever since i've learned to keep my hands back i've learned to spread my legs out what was this actually meaning is that alhamdulillah i haven't spread my hands stretch my hands out in front of the king and i don't ask any favors from him so i am able to stretch my legs out in front of him now this is not something that is for everyone to emulate these are certain halat that come over the ahlullah and allah taala makes this a means of ibrat for others In any case he said that I have ever since I have learned not to stretch my hand out I have learned to stretch my legs out So the wazir said to him but nevertheless he is the king he is your king so your king you should be respecting him So he replied and said he might be your king but he is actually the slave of my slave So he is your king then you got to give him that respect 
but in my case, he's the slave of my slave. So the wazir was very surprised. He said, how can that ever be? How can he be the slave of your slave? So he said, Alhamdulillah, I have enslaved my nafs. I am not the slave of my nafs. So I have enslaved my nafs. So I am the king of the nafs. But he, the king, is all the time chasing behind his desires. So he is a slave of nafs. So nafs is my slave. And he is a slave of the nafs. So he is a slave of my slave. So therefore, I am not obliged to give him the respect that you are asking me to give him. As mentioned that this is not for every person to emulate. But the situation sometimes Allah Ta'ala brings about so that this becomes a lesson for every person. That this is real slavery where a person puts himself in the slavery of nafs and shaitan. And coming into the slavery of Allah Ta'ala in reality is not slavery, this is the freedom. Because it frees a person from this shackles of nafs and shaitan. And this is a little bit of restriction that he apparently has to undergo. But that restriction frees his ruh, frees his soul from all the encumbrances of dunya. And it attaches him to the akhirat. And the real place where he will see the, the external part of this freedom is when his eyes close in dunya. Then the freedom of the qabr, the freedom that he will get on the day of qiyamah, and obviously the eternal freedom in jannah. So this is the aspect to always focus on. That are we going towards freedom or going towards slavery when a person is chasing his desires. That is slavery. And the more a person chases behind it, the more he gets trapped in it, the more he gets entangled in it. And then his heart and mind will tell him also that this is very destructive. But he's a slave now. He's being like dragged by the nose. And he just cannot do anything else because he's now given himself in that slavery. The only way is to break those shackles. And that is by refusing to obey the nafs. Nafs is demanding something but he is not giving in. Initially, there will be a pressure on the nafs, but in time, it will break that nafs, and he will be out of this shackles of slavery of the nafs. Allah Ta'ala give us that.